0: Hey there, and welcome to day 334 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast with a matching YouTube channel that's titled just the same. I'm Andrea, and I am, like I sat here with my little hands folded like a nine-year-old praying. I'm not kidding. Like I don't normally fold my hands to pray, but I was just like, Lord, I just need it. I need you to show me the story that I am to write for the day. And I don't even know where it came from. And it wasn't anything I was planning on writing about even in the next 35, 45, 55 <laughs> like ever days, you know, right? And yet I'm realizing no, as Christ followers, we need to take a stance. And um everything has been like so turned on its ear lately, you guys, like the issues that were dancing around at the time I have to tell you it's 2022 when I am voicing out this podcast many of my stories are from the past and then father placed me in a position where it's like "Mm, you're gonna have to write straight from the present and that's what I'm doing and I think it's very intentional I think it's very um purposed I think that um I, you know, I just pray with everything I have in me that these writings are anointed and rained down and poured out uh through the blood of the Lamb and that, you know, they're received for a time such as this right now. So you guys, written in the middle of 2022, we are sitting at, seriously, in a global pandemic still, which started in 2020, um which is our COVID-19 virus. I'm hearing even, I'm not much in the media, you guys, because I try and not be influenced by something that is completely mad (laughs) and negative and you know just I stay out of the media as much as I can but I actually have heard that there's even um I think uh, I you guys are gonna laugh if I get this wrong but I feel like it's a um it's a skin rash that's next (laughs) I'm hearing a skin rash some monkey viral skin rash sort of thing I'm like whoa we've got to look up and do more research on that but you guys we sit in 2022 global pandemic COVID-19 um an epidemic of uh, mass shootings at the moment um wildfires i just read this morning they're racing through uh shizo's one of the most beautiful places on the planet being yosemite national park um roe versus wade was just upturned i just went to a concert a couple nights ago that was ridiculously political with an artist using her platform no worries everyone take your stance and it's even the point of my writing this piece um so there's all of these issues of um which are tied to politics which is that you guys it's just mind blowing to me that like how people can assume that because I'm a christ follower all of these things trail behind me and it's like they do not trail behind me i i take my stance i absolutely am not afraid to tell people and um fear Is not love, right? And love is not fear. And so I watch people, as you'll see even written in this piece, just be scared to take a stance. And it's like, you know what? You can't be scared as a Christ follower to take a stance whatsoever, provided we believe in that accounting that is at the end of all of our days. And I believe it. When Father says that there will be an accounting for all of the things done, not done, said, not said, thought, I mean, he's saying every last little detail is going to be accounted for, um, that we will take a stance at the throne, and there will be a Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father, which is going to go to spiritual bat for us. So like when the Messiah says, because the Messiah is um, the great judgment, um, then the, then, so, She you guys. This is deep, but to back up the track, Yahshua is is grace. That's Jesus. Yahweh is a wrath of judgment. That's God, right? And they're, they're three in one. There, and we are in that Trinity, you guys. If we are have received that indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we are three in one. There's God the Father. There's Jesus. And there's the Holy Spirit within us, right? And so being a Christ follower, we believe that there will be this great accounting. So if we're too scared to stand here on earth and state our stance of what we believe and what we don't believe, we've got big problems because it's going to be uncur- uncovered, unearthed, well-known, <laughs> and it's going to be delivered on us um, at the throne when we actually do see um, when we actually do see God and we do see the Lord seated at the right hand of the father um, and that, that grace will go to bat for us repeatedly because Jesus will constantly be saying, um, but God, I died for this. I died for this. I died for that sin right there that you're pouring out right now. I died for that. Um, I've paid the price. Um, Let them free, if you will, of any bondage. And so, if we don't believe that we need to take a stance then we don't believe in that accounting and therefore we deny Christ in us here trying to do the will of God on earth which is that very prayer that we back up on and so you guys you know what take your stance i wrote a hard piece it's called grandma keller and so it begins the pharmacist read back to me what he was prescribed to administer. Oh, no, no. I'm interested in the Pfizer Vax, I said to him. I think I wrote down Pfizer. Um, We don't carry Pfizer. <laughs> Moderna is the only option at our chain of stores, he said. That's fine then, I said, realizing that I had sat on a metal chair in the waiting area way too long and that I wasn't going to do that again. Please roll up your left sleeve, take one deep breath when I tell you, and look away from the shot. He said to me, "Got it, I said, as I was rolling up my thin sweater to reveal my skinny little Kermit arm to him. Take a deep breath, inhaled, and nothing great job he says, and I'm wondering what he means, as I felt not even a touch of a needle, but I I didn't even feel a needle on my skin, I said to him, telling him what a great job he had done. <laughs> Most don't. It's considered a pain-free shot. Pain-free. That was crazy. I ordered up some Gatorade and a thermometer to be delivered to my door. The delivery, knowing I was sick, placed some days orange roses in the same bag and left the surprise on the porch and rang the doorbell. To my delight, orange roses are my favorite. So I posted that brag from God on my fake book page, not realizing that my vaccination was apparently making a political <laughs> statement. My shot apparently wasn't a medical decision. My shot seemed to be a political decision. My shot seemed to be a spiritual decision. My shot, some thought, fear-based. My shot was shocking that some people expected of me. Oh, it says my shot was shocking what some people expected of me. Oh, my. Oh, (laughs) my, my, my. Let me tell you about fear. I watch many not posting whom they voted for president. I watch many not posting whether they are vaxxed or not. I watch many right now afraid to say if they support abortion or not. I refuse. That's fear. People who stand for nothing fall for everything. And that quote isn't mine. Um, I, I It's anonymous. I don't know whose quote it is, but that quote is not mine. It says, people who stand for nothing fall for everything stand for jesus and stand for love because there will be an accounting someday and the one thing we are required to look like is love was it loving are your choices and decisions loving maybe i don't want you to feel pressure to get vaccinated if that's not what your spirit is impressed to do I told her world-traveling self of just 19 years. Are you getting pressure from work? No, she says to me straight and fast. I just don't want to be a grandma killer is all, she tells me. I feel like it's the most loving thing we can do to support the generations that have raised us. I want to keep them alive when a lot of people just want them to stay in their houses. This was a brave stance. It was loving. It was generous. It was a step above and beyond. It was faith. You know that God is above any unknowns, right? That even if you give yourself a vax that has a poor long-term side effects, that if it was an act of love, that he will deliver you from harm's way. Yeah. I know that if 10,000 die from the vax, That he still chooses. I can worry that I won't be able to have children, but that's not from him. That's from the media hype. He decides, not vaccinations, she says. Whoa. Father knows the motives of your heart. That should be comforting and reassuring. And it also should be absolutely terrifying to us. I even flat said to him, Father, I actually think maybe I just didn't want the guilt of having killed somebody or many. I don't know. I hope that's love and not selfishness, that I just didn't want the guilt. He decides. He knows. He knows that we are his by his love. People know that we are his by the way that we love Was it loving? Father can beat the odds. He decides. Father can beat every last statistic to the finish line. He wins. He already won. He lives and he reigns. So you have no worries and only one job. Was it loving? Did you love? I love you. I don't even know what to say here. I really don't. I feel like God's moving. I feel like he's obviously just really on the move right now. And Like I say, I prayed for a story. And I prayed like a nine-year-old, like I say, with my hands crossed. I mean, just like, give me what you want. And this is what he gave me. And like I say, this wasn't anything that I was planning on writing. And yet I can see, I can see such movement in his words. I can see such growth. I can see, I mean, I just, she's, like I say, proud to the hills of this 19-year-old that took this stance against fear. I mean just took it just just she just laid out what she was afraid of and she just said "Uh uh-uh that is media hype and God is bigger than that he decides I just love that how she just kept saying he decides vaccination doesn't decide politics doesn't he decides he decides and uh, man what a mature stance to take and so um that's what I count on like I don't stand on one side of the fence or the other. I just don't. That's what I count on is that the Lord knows that our journeys here are so personal and individual to each one of us that there is no right or wrong that he decides that he knows the journey that he's taking the person that decides to have an abortion on. He knows the journey that he's taking on the person that decides not to have an abortion on. He's so personal, you guys. And so he decides. He decides the same thing, you guys. He knows the journey that he's taken that little Democrat on. And he knows the journey that he's taking that little Republican on. Um, and he knows the journey that he's taken those that decided to vax on. And he's decided way ahead of time in a personal journey. Um, the journey that that person that decides not to vax on. And to me, you guys... It's so personal that there's no right or wrong that there is your, oh wow, your faith and your decision that is personal and relational to you and him. like it's it's personal. Um, with that, don't be afraid to state your journey and your stance because that's what people are living and learning by is differing opinions and differing because to me they're just different journeys it isn't like wow that person's right and that person's clearly wrong it is so to the glory of God that we show that each one of us is on this individual journey and story with him it's so personal and the neatest thing about the Lord is he says guess what your only job is to love um I'm gonna take it so deep as to say, where did it go? I'm like, where did that come from? Oh my goodness. I know I came across it this week. Even that division of of loving the person that is gay, loving the person that is transgender, loving the person that, you know, is caught in some deep sin. I said to that person, Oh, Jesus, I wish I could think of the story I'd give it to you. And I know it was just this week. I said, I said again, you know, the luckiest part of being a Christ follower is that our only job is to love everybody. Like, I think um, Bob Goff even went so far. He wrote Love Does. I think he even wrote a book that took it one step further called Love Everybody. And you guys, how lucky are we? that my only job as a Christ follower, it is literally to love everybody. Um, because people are loving me right now in my sin. And my sin may not be like as blatant or right out there, um, but we all have sin. And we are not to throw, you know, that first stone. And in that, with the Lord judges, like God judges. The Lord is the grace that comes racing hard after us. Um and so how lucky are we that truly our only job is to love. And so just as I wrote in this piece, we will be called on the carpet as to did you love? Did you love Will? Was it loving? Was it an act of love? He knows the motives of the heart. Um, we can make it look like something different here on earth. We can, you know, do one thing and devise it to look different. No, you guys. <laughs> don't do it (laughs) you're not getting away with it um but I just want to state how lucky our stance is that our only job is to love we are literally called to be loving and look like love that that is how people know God is by the way that we love and so I ask again and again to each one of my children was it loving was it loving was your motive love was it loving um, and I just leave it with that. But I want you guys to understand that there is no right or wrong. Because to do that is to literally judge, right? Instead, realize that every person's journey is so personal. That your journey with the Lord, oh, you guys, so super personal. Like he places different things on different people. And he places different thoughts within different different hearts and minds and um, just know that your only job seriously is to love and look like love and be loving so how lucky are we we don't have to be afraid of taking our personal stance our personal opinion because it's reflective of our personal journey with a very personal Jesus so I hope that sets well I hope that I worded that Um, just like I say, through a Holy Spirit indwelling, that my words will be received just in ridiculous, ridiculous love, okay? (laughs) So if there's anything other than that, chew through it. Absolutely look at, wait a minute, am I feeling that because there's something that I need to repent of? Am I feeling that because there's something that I truly, you know, am feeling some conviction in that's truly warranted? Then let's look at that. Let's chew on that together and look at the grace that is given. Because Father is not shame in any conviction. It is there just for us to say, look, you've got love completely available to you. You've got forgiveness and freedom. And so walk in that freedom. Walk in the freedom. And you guys, y'all know it. (laughs) I'm going to be asking for him on the daily, more stories, Lord, show them to me, give them to me, and I will pass them along as he delivers, okay? Have a good little day, and I'll be chatting at you tonight. Take care.